When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And welcome to Lakers Weekend. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week. Twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts, Game Source, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football. Of course, our good friends out there at Lakerholics.com, Lakersball.com, Sinblades.com, UpsideSwings.com. And of course, John McCallion's channel on YouTube as well. Please like and subscribe so you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. Absolutely. Zhupao, salute to you, my friend, and good morning. Good morning, Kenneth. What a night. Absolutely feels great waking up as a Lakers fan. Absolutely, indeed. But here today to talk about what's going on with everything, all Lakers, and obviously what to look forward to. Plus, enjoying a breakfast burrito as part of our bet that we made that we said if the Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors, we would go ahead and celebrate with a celebratory breakfast burrito. Good friend indeed. He is the guy behind Magic Man in the morning all week. Well, actually well, all week long. That would be great if it was all week long, but it is going ahead on Fridays for the most part on the Lakers Fast Break channel on YouTube. It is my good friend, Mr. Magic Man, but he's here all week anyways with the snack packs and everything else that he does. Magic Man, good morning. How are you, my friend? And more importantly, how is the breakfast burrito that we're going to be eating very soon? It looks from diddlyumptious, Gerald, to uh, okay. quote Ned Flanders. Uh, I'm I had to reheat it though because I had to get up a little early myself okay. for uh, for breakfast. Well, some um, of us just have finished, just got back from driving to Roberto's right here. Roberto's is a famous uh, taco store chain here at uh, in Las Vegas, and we actually just mm, 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 they do make some of the best breakfast burritos out there. Absolutely, indeed, and I've got it right here in my hands. Can't wait to enjoy it. It feels good to be a Lakers fan this morning, Gerald. My goodness. Absolutely. To quote the great Kenneth Stone, it does feel great to wake up as a Lakers fan after a tremendous 122-101 to victory over the Golden State Warriors, ending that series four games to two, pretty much uh, causing 
the Golden State Warriors to go have to re, you know, readjust and rethink about exactly how they're going to reshape their roster. Their dynasty, as they now know it, is over. Going to have to make some big changes. But again, that's for another day to talk about what they're going to do. Today is all about the Lakers and obviously what's ahead. Good morning, PMC. I've got the breakfast burrito in hand. Look at look at Sean right there. He's already drinking. He's going to get into the burrito. But before you dig in, my friend, I wanted to ask you this. When it comes to last night, one last time on the Golden State Warriors, exactly uh, just the defensive performance is just absolutely just fantastic. Uh, Clay Thompson, as Kenneth Stone is saying, just truly incredible as far as how bad he did in a clutch performance when he's used to performing at such a high level game six. The Lakers, uh, you know, nullified Jordan Poole for most of the playoff round as well, including last night. And of course, Stephen Curry, if you get him to score 32 points on 28 shots, you're getting the job done. 100% correct. Um, and as we said, Gerald, the only unfortunate incident of the night was uh, unfortunately Dennis Schroeder's ejection, which should have been met with an ejection for Draymond Green as well. Uh, but in his absence, as we stated, Austin Reeves played uh, tremendous defense on Steph Curry. He picked it up again. Like he, his best game as a pro is obviously that uh, last season, regular season game in, against Denver where he got the triple double, but this was game six of a of a closeout playoff game, guys. It was his best game as a Laker overall, I thought, uh, both uh, in tune offensively and defensively. I thought Rui was particularly important as well, Gerald, especially on the boards and, and a big body to at least try and throw at Looney along with AD. So it was a collective effort defensively. I just I just loved everybody just working for one another rather than um, that seemingly themselves. I'll tell you what, though, as Kenneth pointed out, LeBron was leading a series undefeated as far as three to one. So that, I mean, that's a 15 and 0, 16 and 0, something like that. This yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Right there, whenever he's leading three to one. And he's never, and a LeBron led team has never blown a three, one lead. Whoops. Yeah. Golden state. Whoops. 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 Indeed. But absolutely a great performance by the Los Angeles Lakers. Cannot say good things enough about what they did defensively to go ahead and shut down the golden state warriors. And, Good morning, Intel Wild. Glad to have you here for Lakers weekend. Uh, did you all sleep or <laughs> still amped up from last night? I got a couple hours sleep. Uh, I did actually while well, we watched the game last night, fried chicken. Great to have you here, my friend. Truly appreciate it. You called for more Lonnie Walker, and you got more Lonnie Walker. He did provide some good minutes last night as well. Uh, it's been touch and go with him. Two good games, two not-so-good games. But again, those two good games have been the difference for the Lakers as well. It has been. It has been. And uh, tried, tested, and true. 6-0 uh, and at home during the uh, the postseason run here. 6-0 and after a playoff defeat, Gerald. Yeah. Uh, they're also the number one defensive rating team left in the NBA. Uh, mm -hmm. The Celtics are the last. I just needed to point that out. The Lakers which, have it. Which is still hard for me to believe because the Miami series was very much a 1990s throwback series. And that was in like in the 80s and 90s for the most part. 
Yes, absolutely. I, I believe the Knicks had that one game where where uh, they broke free, Gerald, and that might skew the uh, okay. the point differential just a little bit. But uh, yeah, the Lakers are just a, a little bit ahead of the Heat. Uh, but as we move forward, Gerald, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tall order now, like literally, because yep. the, the the Denver Nuggets have probably the biggest front court in the NBA since, well, the Lakers had Andrew Bynum, Lamar Odom, Pau Gasol. It's the, well, I don't know about that. I mean, but Aaron Gordon's six, nine and it is a pretty, pretty big, but he's stout. He's like, he, a really, he's a, yeah. And he, and he, they have him guard anybody. And I have a feeling he's going to be guarding LeBron James at quite yeah. a bit of the time. And then also as well, you have right there alongside it, MPJ, who's not a noted defender, but can give you some size along there, along with Jeff Green. You know, they've got Bruce Brown, Christian Braun, who's been playing some, uh, or Christian Brown. It's it's spelled Braun, Braun but it's but actually Braun. Yes, yeah, it's like Favre and Favre. Like, we, we see how it's spelled. You can pronounce it however you want, right? Absolutely. So... Fried Chicken is already trying to get Beasley back in the lineup, so mm. then we, we can find and rediscover a shot. Maybe that will work down the road. But for the Lakers, it is something that we obviously have to consider. I, I still think, and I disagree with Joe, that this is the biggest test because the Denver Nuggets can throw a lot of size at the Lakers. Plus, they still have Murray in the backcourt uh, and KCP providing some defense. And then also offensively as well, Murray has been hit or miss, but when he hits, he hits really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. Um, the the Nuggets are going to be the, the toughest ta- task we've uh, faced. The Warriors might have been the defending champs, but the Nuggets have advanced through two rounds. They're the, they're the two best teams left in the West. Sorry to Golden State, but it's just not true. So, Gerald, we just need to hunker down defensively, like, even more so. I, I, as a team with guys like Draymond, Clay, Steph, there's a lot of high IQ um, basketball being played. The Nuggets play that well way as well. However, it's really more Jokic, who's the central nervous system of that team. Like, everything flows from him. If he's going, it seems like everybody else is going. And it seems like if, if he's struggling – it's really hard for, uh, you know, three or four other guys to really get going as well. Uh, even Jamal Murray, as much as uh, he's stepped up uh, his game, and uh, I think he's, I think he's almost fully recovered from his knee injury. You know, it, it's just I realized, you know, it's a little different than the bubble. You can't count on Murray to get you fifty. Anymore. He's gotten a 47 point game in the playoffs. He has, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, this isn't this isn't molasses. This is a yeah. guy who can fill up the bucket pretty quick. And I think that, well, who would you put on Murray, Gerald? Like, would you well, keep well, the, Dennis in the start? Would you keep Dennis in the starting lineup and bring somebody else off the bench? Or would I would you, actually revert back to give Vando a Bender, try first. Yeah. Vando a try. To start off on Murray, Denver Nuggets also have a, a a lot of size that they can throw at the Lakers as well in that starting lineup. I also think that the Lakers, the less that they play AD against Jokic, the better off they'll be because Jokic, as as uh, we've seen him, he plays on top of the key. And if he's out on the top of the key directing the offense, that means AD gets pulled out of the key. If there's any way you can go ahead and provide a Rui or provide a LeBron against him, 
I really think that's a better option than playing AD a lot of minutes again. I, I can know you're going to play AD on him some of the time, but I really think that AD out of the key and away from the key was the key to the Warriors' victories and could be a key to the Nuggets' victories if they pull him out of the lane. Gerald, I mean, as fantastic as uh, his performance was where he had 53 and 10, they still lost that game. Absolutely. So, so if you if you emphasize a game plan around uh, primarily limiting him to be a scorer rather than a facilitator, as you astutely pointed out, it works in your favor because Denver does not have a winning record when he scores, you know, 35 points or more. And nobody else, nobody else is scoring thirty as well. He needs, uh, he needs a score to help facilitate and branch off what he does best. If he doesn't have that secondary scoring, like you said, Joe, very limited, and the game plan gets uh, shrinks as far as Michael Malone's concerned. I know Fried Chicken is asking a lot of things that uh, a lot, what a lot of people were asking too last night on our post game, and that was, do we see Mo Bamba in the series? And with Mo Bamba, I think actually, you know what? If there's any series that you might see him for a few minutes to give it a try, I think this is going to be it. Uh, I don't think that you're going to have be very successful with it because the fact is that he's slow. Uh, he doesn't have good defensive instincts. And for a seven foot one guy with a seven foot ten reach, that's not very good as we've seen so far. It, maybe he can surprise us, but I know the fact that you can't throw Gabriel out there because Gabriel, uh, it basically, Jokic would eat his lunch. Maybe you could throw Gabriel out there when he's on the bench, you know, against Jeff Green, that, that you could survive with, and there you're okay, or against Aaron Gordon if he plays the five. But with the Jokic, the only other body, if AD gets into foul trouble, that you might be able to throw off, if you're not going to throw up Rui or LeBron against him, maybe, maybe you could throw Bamba for a couple minutes. Yeah, maybe. You're right. And I think we talked about it uh, earlier this morning. This would probably be one of the only series where you... Wait, wait a second here. How do you know he has the better-looking burrito? He hasn't even shown it on camera. This is an awesome burrito. I, I will defer. Uh, Roberto, uh, uh, Gerald mentioned Roberto as I looked him up. Yeah, he's got the better burrito, no question. Fried, it might be bigger. Like, yeah. It might be big. Chicken. Mine might be bigger, but his is better. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I. Bomba might get a little, a little blow here and there, Gerald. I think, like you said, mm-hmm. if uh, if Jeff Green is on the floor, I'd be still be hesitant to do that, though. I just don't think either one of those three guys, Bamba, Thompson, or Wenyan Gabriel, would be uh, be a plus out there. I, I think, um, you know, as we again, as we've gotten deeper and deeper into the playoffs, we see that the adjustments uh, change significantly, and even a small one has a ripple effect. But I, I like Gerald. I would not give Michael Malone a huge edge in this series on coaching because Coach Ham has uh, adjusted really well through twelve games. Mm-hmm. He hasn't he hasn't lost a playoff game yet. Uh, that he's lost. Excuse me. He hasn't lost two playoff games in a row yet as a rookie head yeah. coach. That that's pretty impressive. That he's yeah. been able to adjust game to game. So Michael Malone has has uh, 
has a lot to think over right now, Gerald, because again, I don't think Steve Kerr and the Warriors staff really saw Lonnie Walker coming in and uh, doing his chariots of fire impression. So it, it could be somebody completely out of the blue again, who LeBron or Darvin Ham exploit a matchup. And we, we saw it in this series with Steph Curry, Gerald. It didn't matter who was on him. D'Angelo Russell, LeBron James, Austin Reeves, they all took advantage of his defensive uh, deficiencies. And I think they're going to be able to do that again, especially like with their smaller guards. Like the, the Lakers guards are taller and longer than Bruce Brown and Jamal Murray. If they can take advantage of that, especially on the uh, on the boards, that would go a long way into to helping the Lakers split. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, first off, start eating your burrito on screen, my friend. So there you go. See, I think mine was bigger. But anyways, as far as the, the breakfast burrito is concerned, but we'll just say that undercooked my my behind there, fried chicken. No, no, not even close. Best hey, breakfast burritos in you all should, of Las Vegas. You should have seen the line, brother. Fried. You should have seen the line. Gerald I was in. Yeah. yeah, I sent a picture of him, of the line yeah, actually getting to there. Absolutely. But I will say, though, Kenneth, uh, man, if I hear any more people actually believe with any validity that Tristan Thompson, who did you see him last night? He looked like the guy at the YMCA that's 20 years older than everyone else that's still trying to play. He, Gosh, that guy is just he is just practice 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 guy he is not meant for the games if he goes in there it's an immediate six fouls in less than three minutes and he's out of the game so come on give us a break if you have to play Tristan thompson any quality meaningful minutes in this series you're in trouble in absolute trouble oh yeah like if, if that happened like the the let's all go with the the space jam meme where all the uh all everybody's on the bench with you know casts and iron lungs yeah that that would like be the only scenario which he would play significant minutes you're crazy kenneth man i got nothing but mad respect and love for you kenneth but man 
You're crazy if you think Tristan Thompson would be actually a key to victory for this team. Absolutely. That's how, I, I'm, I'm that's not even crazy. sure. I'm not even sure he could outplay DeAndre Jordan right now. That's well, crazy. Absolutely. You know what? That's what I'm waiting for. In the garbage time after a Lakers big win, closing out a game, you seeing that 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 long awaited matchup. What we've always wanted to see: DeAndre Jordan versus Tristan Thompson. How about oh, that? That's a classic oh. matchup, indeed. Oh, the two grizzly vets who... That's uh, like Elijah Wan Ewing right there for you. How about yeah, that? Yes, only when, you know, Patrick Ewing was on the uh, Orlando Magic and Akeem oh. was on the Raptors. <laughs> uh, Kenneth might not be feeling well this weekend. He says, I'm sorry, but if LeBron gets Tristan cooking, it's possible. You know what? If Kim Kardashian sitting 20 feet away from him doesn't get him cooking because of the whole Kardashian connection... <laughs> I don't know what does. So give me a break. Come on. Come on. All yeah, right. Ger Ger Gerald's correct. Come correct. Yeah. Gerald's Come correct. On. Get, get some super in here. Come on. Absolutely. I, I knew I was going to hear, as soon as they signed up, some actually real people realistically thinking that Tristan Thompson is going to give you something. And if the Lakers, in case of emergency, break the glass and actually put him out there, it's because, A, there's a lot of foul trouble. And B, the Lakers are probably behind by 20, you know, because again, yes. Tristan Thompson gives you nothing on the offensive end, and he only gives you six fouls on the defensive end, and that's all he's going to give you against Jokic. That's it. That's all he's good for. He's uh, essentially bubble wells at this point. He can come in and be instructed. Yeah, I can. I can foul. Uh, I can foul six times in five minutes if you need me to. Sure. He's the guy at the YMCA. Again, 20 years older, that goes, I got this guy, I got this guy, I got this guy, no problem. And the play starts, and all of a sudden he says, help, help, help. So there you go. Gerald, there was a, a pretty cool photo floating around uh, this morning. I'm not sure if you got to see it, but it was a, it was a picture of uh, Lou Adler and Jack Nicholson sitting courtside in 1985, and then... Mm -hmm. They took the picture of them sitting courtside yesterday, which was pretty cool. Back at the LA Forum, indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I think Jack. Cannon, yeah. yeah Diane yes. Cannon's still sitting there in her spot. So, yeah. Yeah. Like well, th those are her original seats, though, right? I mean, they transferred over from the Forum to the Staples and now Crip, but I believe those are her seats. Like, yeah, she wanted to sit right under the basket. Yeah, that's where she usually sits uh, when she was at the Forum as well. <laughs> Yeah, Eddie says put Jared Vanderbilt and Jamal Murray. That's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Although, please understand though, with the offensive liabilities that Jared Vanderbilt has, he is going to be a target on that end. They're going to give him every every opportunity to shoot the ball, and the Lakers fall into that trap. Uh, they did in this previous series, and that's why ultimately he was uh, given less time, put out of the starting lineup, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was because of the fact that. Jared Vanderbilt, they go ahead and leave him wide open. He can't finish under the rim. He can't shoot consistently outside. So if that happens, I'm concerned that the Lakers will go ahead and have to go ahead and bench him and it becomes a non-factor. Your thoughts as well on this, my friend, with Jared Vanderbilt. I'd love to see him out there playing an extended minutes uh, on Jamal Murray, but I'm not sure we're going to get that because of what he does offensively. Yeah, I agree, Gerald. I think, you know, uh, anywhere from – you know, five to to fifteen minutes probably. 
Yeah, but Night fried Seat. chicken, Rodman didn't play inside. It's now all about matchups and exploitation, you know, and the fact is that you saw Vanderbilt get benched because of the fact that he just couldn't give you anything from the offensive end in that Warriors series, and the same thing could happen with the Nuggets. Yeah, same thing could happen with the Nuggets. So I, I, you have to be very careful there. One thing I will say is that what we talked about as uh, the big anxiety with the Warriors was just the fact that we, you have to chase them around like a chicken with your head cut off on uh, a lot of off-ball screens and the, the spam pick and rolls that Steph runs, whether it's from the side, uh, Angler, he threw whatever he could. Uh, at the Lakers, uh, with Jokic, it's a it's kind of a different, different animal, same beast, Gerald. Uh, oh, well, and I know, and I know, fried chicken. It's just for defensive purposes, but you don't understand. It's also was well on the other end. So if he's giving you enough defensively on Murray and slowing him down, then you're willing to make the sacrifice on offense. And absolutely, and if he even gives you anything on offense, that's a bonus. But the thing is, like, think of it like PJ Tucker. P.J. Tucker gives you so much on the defensive end, but you saw in the last game um, they were able to put Robert Williams and stick him on him, and Robert Williams just said, go ahead and shoot, and I'm going to go underneath and try to block shots, and you saw P.J. Tucker just couldn't get enough shots uh, from, the, from the corner, and that's uh, ultimately in that fourth quarter what might have been some of the difference outside of you know the fact they didn't get into Embiid and some other issues, but P.J. Tucker not hitting shots from the outside when he clearly had to, had the ability to do so was part of the reason why they lost. Yeah, oh, 100%, Gerald, 100%. You need you need these guys to make shots, you know. Part of the mm-hmm. big, big part of the reason why Milwaukee's sitting at home right now and watching uh, the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals because Grayson Allen and Pat Conton just couldn't hit shots from the corner, right? And yep. same thing. Same thing with PJ Tucker. Gerald's correct. It's it's if, if he hits from the side, if he hits from the corner like he did in game one, if he gives you that quick early 10 points, then it becomes a different factor and he's able to stay in. But if he does if they starts getting the ball and misses shots right away, that's when it becomes problematic for the Lakers. A hundred percent. And then you start playing four and five. And we, we saw we saw what a team can do at like any team in the playoffs against a team that plays four and five. You saw a few a couple of years ago. We saw what the Atlanta Hawks were able to do to the Philadelphia 76ers. They just eliminated Ben Simmons. They didn't respect him at all uh, on the perimeter. And Denver might show those same kind of chops with the Lakers. They may not at all respect uh, Jared Vanderbilt, even though he can hit a corner three every once in a while. But I mean, a a, a a dog gets a bone every once in a while too, Jill. That's it's that that's not as if it's a sign that somehow. Speaking of dog, yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. I just I, I I think you're right, Jill. I think Vando at the start, and then you see how effective or ineffective mm-hmm. it would be, and then you make your move from there. But I I, I agree with you. How I, long I would... can you get away with him, in, you know, out there? I'm hoping a lot longer. I'm hoping that that's the case. I'm hoping you can get just enough from him offensively. And I'm hoping the Lakers can create mismatches in the offense, but also transition and free throws. We saw last night when the Lakers' defense is really humming, you saw a lot of transition and you saw a lot of trips to the free throw line. If the Lakers can do that against Denver or anyone for that matter, 
they have a great chance of winning the series. Oh, 100%. I agree. Getting of the line is essential. And I realized what Stone was saying yesterday about how it's uh, the Lakers shouldn't think that and fans shouldn't think that uh, just because they were able to get to the line uh, frequently against Memphis and Golden State that it should be a different case with Denver. I think he's right in a sense. Uh, I just think that the Lakers have to be tactful about how they attack Joe because as we know, even though the Joker himself is not uh, an average defender, to say the least, they do have a good supporting net in front of him that can at times funnel action to him where he's not intimidated or caught uh, unaware. So, but as we saw, Gerald, the the last time the Lakers played uh, Denver, that LeBron and AD are going to find a way to exploit him defensively. He does have his fair share of flaws there. It's not just his verticality. Uh, He has times adjusting on on pick and roll to the roller and to the shooter it's it's a very different center than ad one of the one of the advantages uh, anthony has is that anthony knows that he can outperform uh nicola defensively and he while he can't match his uh, facilitation he can match him on the boards and he could probably match him point for point so it, to, to me, it, it's an advantage that uh, Anthony needs to take care of again, Gerald. Because as we saw in the last year, uh, last time they played, uh, they were able to take advantage of certain situations. Fried Chicken says he's putting Joker and MPJ in the pick and roll every time. I think we would like to see that happen a lot as well. If you could put them in a lot of pick and roll action, get AD or LeBron going downhill, even in the half court, that obviously creates a lot of havoc for the mm-hmm. defense. And I think that would be a good plan. I think you could see a lot more lobs, a lot more back cuts than you saw against Golden State, who is really trying to prevent that from happening for the most part outside of what happened maybe yesterday. But yeah, I think the, uh, the Lakers, uh, you know, on the offensive end, if they just take smart shots, go to the line, get to the line a lot, get inside the key, don't fall over the three. I think the Lakers can go ahead and really compete well against the Denver Nuggets. I do too. I'm not going to um, be uh, over analytical about game one, whether or not they win or lose. Um, you know, going into that climate, it's going to be difficult. It always is. It's hard, yeah, it's hard to catch your breath for about the first 10, 15 minutes. So, we, Gerald, we expect them to do what they do, just run. Run through, yeah, and try and try and just speed the game along. Um, I, I'm, I again, I think there are a lot of favorable matchups for us, but I, I would also defer that there are a lot of favorable matchups that Denver can exploit defensively if they wanted to as well. This is a team that's very effective as far as in the half court. This is a very different different team than Memphis. Memphis struggled in the half court. Um, Golden State was iffy in the half court. They really didn't have a solid big man uh, game to game that uh, could elicit some attention down there. Denver is very different. They're very they're very sound in the half court. They get into their sets very quickly. They've been playing together for for a while as well. KCP and Brown and the other Brown are really the new guys to that. Jeff Green's obviously still a holdover. So he understands um, 
what Michael Malone wants him to do. They just they're a very good team and they understand their role players understand their roles as well as ours do. That's another factor I think that needs to come into play, Gerald. We're going to need the others to step up at least in a game or two and outplay their others because they they really go to an eight-man rotation. It's really their five starters, and then it's the Brown twins, Christian and Bruce and Jeff Green. And so it's going to be interesting to see what who Darvin Ham goes to because I'm I agree with Fried. I think this series might be the one where Malik Beasley actually gets some some blows and to see if he can uh, provide some offensive punch. Well, we'll see what happens. D. It's going to be a great series. It starts Tuesday at 5:30 p.m. West Coast time, 8:30 p.m. East Coast time. Does take place starting first game in Denver. We're looking forward to it. Uh, I know that Steph Curry says, can I join LA? <laughs> uh, good morning, Steph. Uh, I, maybe I thought, you, I thought you were on your way to Cancun. I thought that was the case. <laughs> but uh, I will say, though, <clears throat> that it's great to have Steph Curry here, fried chicken, obviously PMC as well. Great to have everyone here. Eddie Blanks, great to have a great crew this morning. Absolutely cannot appreciate enough. Everybody waking up this morning, enjoying the breakfast burritos as Sean is about ready to finish them. Of course, Kenneth Stone, always great to have you here, my friend. Always great to hear your insight as well. Even though Tristan Thompson, Tristan Thompson, I can't, I, I can't escape Tristan Thompson, and I don't think I'll ever will as far as for the rest of this uh, playoff series. But opting in sounds like likely for Draymond, but we don't know for sure. He's got a $28 million player option. We'll see if he does that. Again, he does want to go ahead and have a longer contract, so we'll see if they try to keep that team together or if they just make some changes because you also have to remember the new CBA uh, that becomes that's already been ratified, that becomes effective to uh, this year. Draymond could head to L.A. Oh, I don't think that would be a great fit. Another mm-hmm. non-shooter in the lineup for the Lakers. Nope. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah No, thank you. Uh, that's going to be a hard one to deal with if that's the case. But with the Lakers, though, I think that time is now for them to go ahead and take advantage, I think, with the team that they have. Because, again, their own salary issues and salary constraints and salary problems that will come up over the course of summer, they may not be be able to keep this team together as well. So we'll see what happens. But it all starts on Tuesday night right here at playback.tv. So that's Fast Break. And also as well right here, we're going to do previews and snack packs coming up in the next coming days. I don't know if Magic Man has anything planned for tomorrow. That's up to him for Lakers weekend. But I know a Lakers snack pack or NBA observations is definitely due on Monday. Any last thoughts, my friend, before we head on out and enjoy the rest of our breakfast burritos? You know, Gerald, as as we depart this segment, I just want to say there are four wins away from me doing something I didn't think I would do, Gerald. And uh, at, uh, well, after the trade deadline, I'm sure you remember I, I said the uh, the famous last words that this surgery was successful, but the patient is still going to die. So wow. if four wins away, I will write that down on a piece of paper. I will have our community roast me for it, and I will eat my own words. Fried chicken says, suggests so grits with the burrito. I like to have the grits. I put bacon in mine. Yeah, bacon here. 
grits i like to have on the mm -hmm. side uh, as far as a full dish uh i, I just enjoy they actually got a couple spots here although mainly here in in las vegas i had a couple chances to go ahead and try some so absolutely uh, definitely all at worth it too but crispy bacon is the best i think for breakfast burritos personally but you guys go ahead and, and tell, let us know your thoughts on on better breakfast burritos out there if you've got any suggestions for us out here at the lakers fast break you can always go ahead and let us know in the comments below and then also as well lakers fast break social media and lakers fast break at yahoo.com but again magic man if he's got something planned for this weekend that's up to him yep. also as well i though i will plan to come back and do something on monday and then on tuesday we preview looking forward to a great series against denver my friend any last thoughts before we head on out Go Lakers, go. We're eight wins away. Absolutely, indeed. Once again, it is the Magic Man of the Morning host, Sean Grice. Check him out every week on Magic Man of the Morning, the snack packs, and everything that we do right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Please like and subscribe if you've not already to go ahead and get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air with a Lakers weekend, Lakers snack pack, Lakers post game. Do you know your Lakers trivia? Lakers History 101, NBA Observations, and more. For Magic Man, Sean Grice, it's Gerald Glassford. I want everybody out there to have a great morning. Again, fried chicken. Again, Kenneth Stone, Steph Curry. Great to have you here. PMC, also as well, Eddie Blanks. So many great people in the chat. The best Lakers chat room that's out there and the best Lakers programming that's out there can only be found here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.